Welcome to Wow with JR, a podcast designed to help motivate others to grow by integrating practical skills, leadership principles, and teaching elements of the wilderness into our everyday lives. Now, for your host, Junior Humphrey. Welcome back, everybody. Here we are once again. So glad, so thankful to be with you guys. Um, as usual, if you are new, please be sure to like, subscribe, and share our content. And um, <clears throat> definitely keep up with, with all the new stuff we got coming up. But today I wanted to dive in to a topic. Um, it's a topic that I've been thinking on for a very long time and for a while and that I've had some personal experience in and that I'm sure other people can probably relate to. But I just want to throw this out, um, that there's a difference in motivation and manipulation. So that's that's the journey we're going to go on today. So that our leadership nugget is is that. And the takeaway that I hope that you guys can hear from this is um, that we want to empower and add value to other people. Um, at the end of the day, that should be our goal. Uh, that is our goal here at Wild is to empower and add value to people. Um, and the way to do that is by leadership example. And, and that's in everything we do, whether it's a class, an adventure, whether it is um, going somewhere speaking or teaching someone a, a, a trait or a skill. Um, so with that said... I, Motivation and manipulation. There's a huge difference between the two. Um, and here's a thing that a lot of people don't consider is they can both have uh, a, a negative connotation or positive, um, depending on how you look at it. Let's take motivation, for instance. You can motivate people in a healthy way or you can motivate people to do the wrong things. Or manipulation. You can manipulate people to do what you want out of selfishness, or you can manipulate a situation to make it better or safer, and then address the issue later. So there's a lot to dive into when it comes comes to this, but I, I just, you guys know how we like to do it here at Wild. We like to kind of integrate some real life stuff with, with the wilderness. Uh, that's just kind of who we are. So I want to take us back in time to a camp that I used to work at, and uh, camp was a beautiful place. It was a place for uh, rehabilitation and, and growth and, and new journey and new start for, for young boys, and I was very blessed to have spent some time there, and with that, I learned a lot. Uh, the counselors, or the chiefs as they were called, the the other staff members were incredible at working with uh, kids. And in my first go with it, I'd helped out a little bit with youth ministry, but <clears throat> getting into it uh, early on, the heart behind me was to motivate, but uh, a lot of my earlier time there was spent trying to manipulate. <laughs> and it's not wasn't to get what I want, it was to, to, to defuse and have a good outcome. So long story short, um, these were kids from all different backgrounds, all different walks in life and, and different situations and different things they were dealing with, different growth stages, development stages, mental, emotional, uh, spiritual, you name it. So you guys get the gist. There was a mix there. And and with that, that made it complicated sometimes to just motivate. Because we're all human. 
and with us all being human, that kind of results in sometimes anger and emotions and frustrations and disappointment and all that come out from us as leaders, as um, as the ones trying to set the example. Um, just a little side nugget, I've always heard, and this is a, a golden nugget, I'm going to say it once, take it and don't lose it, don't let them see you sweat. As a leader, that is one of those things, do not let them see you sweat. We teach that a lot and we, we train that way. That is a valuable tool. Distraction is another valuable tool. Distraction can save you from damaging a relationship or endangering somebody. But we can go into both of those in a in another podcast. But today, um, taking back to camp, so we're there. And just a little scenario: we are um, we're we're set up at camp. This is a wilderness outdoor camp, so we live outside. Um, we build our shelters outside. All of our stuff, schoolwork, everything with the boys is done outside. There's a couple days a week that you eat in a mess hall. There's a couple days a week that you shower in a shower house. Other than that, unless it's just detrimentally dangerous to weather conditions, excuse me, we are outside. There's outdoor showers and, and everything. So it, it's a full wilderness camp, and it's a beautiful, awesome thing. So each station we get to, one of the development things and team teamwork things and, and, and relational building is each time we go to a de- – let's say, for instance, we're going to – everyone's going to go pick up their clothes, okay? Um, we take clothes up to the main office and they get washed and then we cycle out our dirty clothes with the new clothes. But before we make that trip, it's a one to two mile hike, um, up to the place. Before we make that trip, we gather up, we huddle up and we come up with a plan. How are we going to do this? How are we going to execute this? Well, it may look like it's going to be fast. It's going to be smooth and everybody's going to work together. Great. Fast, smooth, and unity, togetherness. So that's how we're going to execute it. And then when we get back, we'd evaluate. How did it work? If it worked well, we'd celebrate. If not, then we'd evaluate on how we could do better next time and how we can achieve those goals. Um, Still in the midst celebrating the little wins because little wins go a long ways. And a win is a win. So we got to celebrate those too. But with that being said... Sometimes there were situations where it didn't go as planned. For instance, we got to pick the school setting. So if if today was a day of science project, we would go explore and ramble the woods and dive into science that way. And part of that was, again, getting a game plan. How are we going to do this? Well, we're going to listen well. We're going to be efficient with our time. And we're going to stick to the task. So let's say that's the thing. Well, I do recall the time of, of walking to one of our our things. Well, it didn't go that way. There started some nitpicking in the line. And then we're on the, the hike. And then some arguments kicked in. And here I am. My heart is to motivate these boys to be better people, to be stronger. And you got to think we're dealing with people from... Uh, depending on the group, it could be anywhere from seven years old to seventeen years old, eighteen years old. And um, my group was the older of the bunch, so they should have had a little bit more maturity. That's what we was hoping to teach them. Um, with that being said, 
I would often find myself trying to bribe or manipulate in a way of, hey, can we just get through this walk? Can we just get to the next place? Can we just get everybody there together? And then we can figure this out. Because if not, camp culture was, we figure it out. So a lot of times we'd stop on the trail and we would figure it out. And we might sit there for 10 minutes. We might sit there for two hours trying to figure out uh, or de-escalate or get this thing fixed. But it was a beautiful process because it actually worked. But in the midst, being a leader, you got to think, how do I motivate without manipulating these, these boys, um, these people in general, and and think about that in your everyday life. When you, if you're a business leader, if you're a a leader in a business, if you're a leader in a program or whatever it might be, think to yourself, how can I motivate without manipulating? And I'm going to dive into the benefits of of healthy manipulation here in just a little bit. But for now, I want to focus on the motivation tool and what that looks like is empowering people motivate them to want to do better. So a good tactic at camp was, uh, going back to the wilderness side of it, hey, uh, so-and-so, I'm just going to use my name for example, hey, Junior, man, that's not who you are. That's not you. Why are you acting like that? That's not you. I know you're better than that. I know you're different. And that's cliche, and I know it's small, but words have a lot of power and a lot of impact. And in the moment, they might not hear it, but it does register. Subconsciously, it sticks. And, and they're reminded in that moment, hey, my leader is slightly frustrated at the situation, but not at me because they see who I really am. So with that, when you're motivating people, correction-wise, or if you're just trying to, hey, man, I know you, you, can, you can rock out. At, at your job, it, and it seems like you've been lacking a little bit here lately. Is there anything I can do to help? Because I, this, it's not like you. Normally, you're, you're a go-getter, and, and you just seem to be a little heavy right now. How can I help you? Um, communication is huge, and that all that together probably wasn't the best communication, but learning how to communicate well, and we can talk about that in another podcast as well. Um, learning how to communicate and get these things out is great, but the motivation factor is empowering people and and realizing, hey, in the situation, if it needs to change, that you are not an issue, you are not a problem, you may be contributing to the problem, but you are not the problem, and figuring out how to communicate that in a healthy way, that's motivation, saying, hey, guys, look, I know everybody's working really hard, but if, if we don't step up our game... We're all going to be sleeping out here in the rain, no shelter, in the cold, in the dark. So uh, I know you guys got it in you. Let's jump up. Let's step it up. Let's, let's, let's push through real hard and get back to camp. That way we can be under our shelters. Um, and, and looking at it from that perspective. Now, manipulation factor is, hey, if everybody will just be quiet and come on, I will give you all a candy bar, even though they're not supposed to have candy. I will give you all a candy bar when you get back. Or, hey, I'll give you 20 bucks if you don't say anything about what you just saw when you walked in my office. I'll give you a a bonus check if you don't tell anybody how much money we just stored over here. You know what I mean? 
and and manipulation and and bribing and things like that are it, they're not good. They're not healthy for for empowering and adding value to people. So when we're talking about motivating, we want to motivate in a way that it is healthy. We want to motivate in a way that it it puts the ball in someone else's court. But at the same time, as a leader, you want to motivate in a way of saying, hey, you can rely on me. I'm going to help be your gauge. I'm going to help um, be there when, when you can't see yourself getting off track. That's, that's a good leader. A leader says, I'm here beside you to help redirect you. I think about Jesus in that factor. He is, he is there to kind of redirect us, and, and he's by our side. He lets us hold the reins. Uh, it's ultimately in his control. The outcome is in his control, but he gives us the the ability to make decisions, and and that's what a great leader does. Is they learn to bring up good followers, and a good follower knows that their leader is someone they can depend on, someone that can be counted on, and that's that's how you motivate people. Okay, motivation can go south too. Hey, look. You won't believe what so-and-so said about you. I really think that you should go talk to him. Or I heard there was a couple people in the break room saying that you're no good, you're lazy. I really think, are you going to let them talk to you like, talk, talk about you like that? You know, that's unhealthy motivation. That is, that is a motivation that can turn south very quickly. So knowing the benefits, or sorry, not the benefits, knowing the the style of motivation you're doing is important, okay? And and keeping a healthy perspective of, hey, am I adding value to, to people? What is the gain in what I'm doing? What is the outcome? What is the return of investment? You're not looking to get anything, but hey, if you can raise up a great leader, guess what? That's one more person that can help you raise up someone else. So return of investment is a good thing in leadership. Um, now, jumping over to the manipulation side. Man, we hear all the time, they're being so manipulative. They're manipulating me, blah, blah, blah. It's always got a negative negative vibe. And, and as it should, manipulation is manipulation. I mean, it is, it is a, a selfish act to get what you want. You're, you're trying to manipulate it. Think of a, a process that's been going a certain way for 20 years, and you want it to be faster so you make a few manipulations to it to make it faster sometimes there's there's not a whole lot of harm in it but other times it can be very detrimental so let's dive into manipulation a little bit um i think of manipulation as looking at well let's let's backtrack for a moment there is healthy and unhealthy manipulation. And I only condone what I call healthy manipulation if it's life or death or if you see a very avoidable conflict that could uh, still harm someone's reputation or long-term goal. So... Um, I'll call that momentary manipulation, a healthy momentary manipulation. And I'm not condoning you to manipulate anybody. 
I'm just sharing my personal thoughts. And uh, please comment and take it or leave it or or correct me. Call me out. I, I'm willing to talk and we can even get on here and debate about it. Um, but when I think about that, think about the outcome of, let's say you you get held up in a grocery store and you are... This is really extreme. You get held up in a grocery store and you're there with your family and you are manipulating your way out of a seemingly bad situation. That is a fight or flight tactic. That is a survival mode thing. That's different than saying, hey, I know I can talk to so-and-so and he'll do anything I ask him to. So I'm going to have him go in here. And I'm going to have him do that. That takes the sweat off my back and that everybody's going to look at him, not me. That's a totally different thing. So when it comes to what I call healthy manipulation, that's what healthy manipulation looks like to me. Getting yourself like in that situation where you're trying to be safe, okay? Um, Going back to camp, let's, let's go back to camp a little bit. So a lot of times these boys would get to where they're just upset and angry, and uh, it was never crazy bad, but when you, you got to think, you got a lot of testosterone in one little campsite, and and a lot of people have been in there for days, the elements of the weather, just the, the food, everything, and you're sitting there, and you're like, man, now, don't think no one's fed, everybody's fed properly, it's just There's no extra treats and snacks and candy and stuff like that. So it is what you need to to get by. So with that being said, emotions can be high. So if someone says to this teenage boy, blah, 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 and this other teenage boy gets heated, now you got two teenage boys. And if there's a, a couple of them in there that are by default, for some reason, closer to each other than the others, now you got three or four kids out of your... 12 in your group that are going at it so you're about to have a showdown and as a leader you got to think fast at that time no one's wanting to hear motivation nobody is wanting to hear this is this is not who you are you're better than this it is great to remind them of those things hey guys look i know every one of you are above this you're you're about to be adults you can think better than this and you can act better than this and then in that moment, you insert a little healthy manipulation. Whatever it may be, if it's, this is where distraction is great. A healthy manipulation in the form of a distraction is incredible. Um, a lot of times, making someone laugh can de-escalate a lot. So in in one of those situations the the chiefs or the counselors are really good at playing off each other so you could just as oh the other one's oh daylight's come and me want to go home or whatever and and you just get everybody involved and then you start running around acting silly you totally distract from what's going on and then you move out of that atmosphere hey guys let's go over here to the woodyard let's see who's got let's get a dance off all right now, it's all out of your system. Hey, let's all huddle up in a healthy circle. You guys over here, you guys over here. Let's talk about what just happened. Let, let's, let's air this thing out like men, like adults. Come on. And I tell you from experience, I've seen it work. 
I've seen it work with adults. I've seen it work with kids. And every situation will not be that easy. There is work in defusing. There is work in, in de-escalating a very bad time. But that's what I consider healthy manipulation. Now, um, I've also seen the, the other side of it. Hey, Junior, he'll, he'll do whatever you ask him to. He'll, uh, he'll be there forever. Just, you will have to worry about him. Or, and I'm just using my name, Junior loves to serve people, so we're going to get him to get all the firewood. And we're going to let him know that he is serving everybody and he's doing something good. And we're going to empower him and, and really play on his emotions because if we can make him feel like he's doing something good for somebody, he's going to continue to do it. That means we get to kick our feet up. We don't have to go get firewood. <laughs> so, just kind of regroup here. Um, catch us up. We are talking about right now, we are, we've discussed motivation and we discussed manipulation and the healthy and unhealthy side of it. So to bring all this kind of into the neck of the funnel here, when you put the two together, motivation with manipulation, that could be dangerous. Manipulation with motivation could be healthy. Think of it. Think about it. Think about what we were just talking about. The diffusing the situation, that's manipulation with motivation. So we are distracting the people to motivate them to do something better. Okay? It can also be bad if you're motivating them to do something bad. Um, and then the, the flip side. So you got to kind of think of where you're going in life. Here's my encouragement to you in the leadership nugget. Think on the latter side of the greater good, of adding value to someone, how would you want someone to treat you and talk about you? How would you want someone to utilize you or have you be a part of their team? I can tell you right now, it is not hard to, to know when you're being used or manipulated. It is not hard to know or notice when you're being motivated. If you have someone who has your absolute best interest at heart and they are adding value to you and they are empowering you, you will never feel like a hindrance. You will never feel like you have to prove yourself. Let it sink in for a minute. But if you have someone who's manipulating you, you'll always feel like you're not up to par because you're having to do more or you're always doing more. Or you'll notice, hey, my eyes are open now, and you take a back seat a lot, but you take a lot of the credit. You take a lot of breaks, but you claim you've been a part of all the work. It's not a healthy place to be. And as leaders, I want to speak to uh, speak to the leaders here. It, there's this quote from a movie, and I don't know who originally quoted it, but it says, A great man does not seek to lead. He is called to it. Leadership is something you can train and teach, but leadership is much deeper than that. Good leadership comes natural. Good leadership comes from within, and it comes from a, a good place. 
Um, now, leadership can be misconstrued and it can be ruined and, and turned sour, but great, good leadership is not something, it's natural. So if you want to be a good leader, you got to practice living a good life. And, and I'm not telling you to be holier than thou. I'm telling you to have others' interests in mind. Think about others' families when you're thinking about getting to yours. Think about everybody else's plans and dinner arrangements when you're thinking about going to yours. Think about everybody else's struggles and hardships and what you're teaching them when you think about yours, the extra training and stuff you do and you go through. The thing to remember is you are not above anybody as a leader. If anything, you should be right there with them. Leaders can't lead if they're up top. Leaders have to be at the front of the group. Leaders have to be within the group. Leaders often sometimes have to retreat to the back of the group. A good leader is in the mix. Now, don't get me wrong, they're not in the weeds because they still have to see what's going on. They still have to lead so they can't be in the nitty-gritty. But a good leader knows what's going on around the nitty-gritty. A good leader knows. A good leader is involved. So I want to speak to you guys to the leaders, uh, guys and girls, to the leaders out there. If you are a leader currently, or if you're seeking to be a leader, or if you feel like you've been called or placed to be a leader, please let me tell you, think about the people you are leading. Think about those, I'll take us back to camp, okay? Think about the boys that we are leading. Um, that camp is a very private and protected place. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of growth and rehabilitation happens there. So there's a lot of privacy and non-disclosure there. But the cool thing about it is once the kids graduate, they, they're adults. They, they can do what they want. And I've had several of the kids reach out to me and write letters or reach out to me on social media and, and just say, hey, it may not have felt like it, but I'm thankful for you. This is what I'm doing with my life now. This is where I'm at now. Um, I think about the student ministry. I've, I've had a ton of, of people I've led, students that are now, uh, some are married with families, some are starting careers. Um, and it's just really cool. I, I'm not doing it for any return, but getting a return back of them saying, hey, this is where I'm at because of who you are, because of who you were in my life. That leadership is, is, is all about that legacy you leave behind, and we've talked about that before. But think about those things. When you're motivating someone, you're, you're, you're wanting to motivate them for themselves, not for you. Yes, you have a goal and a task in mind, and if you assign them to it, then it is expected that they get that done. And good leadership lets them know and helps direct them in getting the task at hand done. But great leadership thinks about the person doing the task and helps invest in that person. So it is awesome getting handwritten letters or hearing stories. Still to this day, hey, Chief Josh, or hey, um, Junior, guess what? Uh, this is happening, blah, blah, blah. Or people I've mentored still reach out to me, and I still hear from them, and, and we stay connected, and it's good hearing their journeys. And... I've been some of them long removed from, but it's really cool that something I said or did as a leader in their life made an impact in such a way that they're still they're still grateful and thankful for it. So think about that as leaders. 
As leaders, you want to make those investments. As leaders, you want to realize that people, yes, they come and go, but people have value. And, and as a leader, showing someone that value. And think about it. If they're not right for your team, help them. Help them, motivate them in, the, in somewhere they're good. If they're not good at what they're doing, give them something they can succeed at. So when you, as, as a leader too, you got to constantly think about setting someone up for success. And if it, it, in that, when you're looking at someone and they're steadily failing or not good at something, you as a leader got to evaluate too. Did I put them in a bad place? Did I set them up for success? They may want it really badly, but where are their talents? Where are their gifts? Where are their strengths? And help find that. So bringing all this to a kind of a head as we get ready to close here shortly. As a business leader, as a church leader, as a um, just general leader, if you're in the outdoors, if you're doing training, if you're a teacher, no matter where you are, Think about the people you're leading. Think about the people that have led you, that have gotten you to where you are. Some of their tactics may not have been great, so take the good tactics. Now, little disclaimer here. I'm not saying that sometimes tough love's not good. Tough love is great and it's needed. I'm not saying baby everybody. By all means, tough love is necessary for growth. Jesus himself showed us that. But Jesus was able to show us truth in love. He didn't show us one without the other. So keep that in mind when you're showing tough love, truth in love. You can't have one without the other in great leadership. But with that being said, I hope this has motivated you guys a little bit. A little plug there. hope this has encouraged you a little bit to be a great leader. Um, I would love to hear some feedback and some comments on this, and maybe we can expand this into another session. So please, if you are able to go on Spotify and listen, there's a place where you can comment, and there I'll put a question up there of what do you think about this episode. Please feel free to comment on that. Reach out to us over email, wildernessild at gmail.com, or any of our social media platforms, Facebook or Instagram. It's the same, wildernessild. Follow us on all those, and let us hear what you think about this podcast. If you want me to expand on anything, or if you have any questions or comments on anything that I've said in here, please, let's break this down together. We are a family here. We're raw, and my job and my goal and the team is for us to add value to you. So if there's something that I can do better in this this uh, explanation or this expansion of this topic to help add more value to you, please, by all means, share it with us. I'm done rambling. I cannot wait to see you guys next time. So be sure that you're subscribed and you're sharing this content with others so we can help grow. But in the meantime, until we meet again, or until I talk to you again, stay true, stay wild. You've been listening to Wild with JR. Join us next time for more insight and encouragement to help you live out your full leadership potential.